0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another rendition of blitz no no josh no more (laughs) no 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 sir this is not blitz boys anymore we have officially after weeks of trying may i add behind the scenes weeks of trying come up with a new name this is now generational sports baby me and josh part of the uh gen z uh what should i say let's just say that we're part of gen z we're bringing a new little flavor to the uh, to the typical sports conversations, as I as I like to say. But, you know, before we get into that, I, I just got something that I have to talk about. Everybody, please, if you can make sure sh- I don't know if if anybody's religious, you know, or just keep them in your thoughts. But please pray for Josh. Uh, he's had two weeks just back to back of just absolute trash. Last week, he finds out that I'm going to win the predictions race. And then this week, I beat him in our fantasy league. So please, guys, if you have a chance to pray for Josh, make sure you go and do it. Josh, besides that, how are you feeling? How do you feel after the loss in the semifinals? We had a good fight.
1: Yeah, man, Uh, I was kind of prepared for this loss before Sunday even came. I didn't know Mariota and Darren Waller were the best duo in the entire league. I was unaware of that. But uh, outside of the two big L's I took, um, I can't be mad, bro. Bets are looking good, except for the Rams are the worst team in, in league history. So uh, doing pretty good outside of those L's.
0: You know, uh, it's okay, Josh. Not everybody can win every week unless you're me. So it is, it's Okay. Cap. It's not Cap. That's cap. Not cap. That's Cap. Ha- but like, you know what? Thanks, Alex. Shout out to Josh. Thanks, Alex.
1: Thanks, Alex.
0: I don't Appreciate know what you mean, that. shout out to Josh. Actually, let's do a real shout out here, Josh, because me nor Josh actually came up with this. Michael, my, my co-host from Backstop Bantry, you know, at the end of the show was just Mike. throwing around some things. Yeah, Country Mike. <laughs> actually... Squirrel or boy. squirrel boy. I, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say squirrel boy over there. Kind of threw out some <laughs> names like this. And we decided to go with this. So Michael, if you're watching this, thank you for finally getting out of thank you for finally getting us out of purgatory and uh helping us come up with a name because listen, let's just wasn't for us. We had it, you know, it was a good start, Josh. It was to oh, get yeah. us off the ground. But
1: now oh no, now we got the brand. Oh, we're set. We're set. Can even see the the guy in in the middle a little bit. Oh yeah, just peeking
0: an eyeball through, to make sure everybody's <laughs> watching us. And you know, speaking of that, we'll we're gonna get into uh, you know some, maybe some merch coming up. But first, let's let's pay these bills, as I always like to say. So, if you are into the betting world, make sure you go over to mybookie.ag. Use promo code USN102 double your first deposit. Like Josh said, we're definitely into the betting world. I got some props going on tonight. Also. If you want to say a quick prayer for your boy too, I need over thirty-eight points in this game tonight to win a nice parlay. I, listen, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I, I'm scared that the that the Steelers might have to put up all thirty-eight because I don't know what the uh, I don't know what the Bengals are going to do tonight. So I'm a little nervous for that. But make sure if you're into the betting road, you go over to mybookie.ag, use code seven hundred w be first deposit up to thousand dollars, then. With all of your winnings, go over to Teespring slash store slash unwrapped. Check out all of our merch. I know that we have been dropping a ton of merch recently. We got the drip uh, logo that just came out. That looks absolutely fire if I may say so myself. We have the Friends logo. We got a Hollywood star one going on. And we got the OG unwrapped stuff. So make sure you go and check that stuff out. I know I got some stuff. Got the sweatshirt. Got the, got the poster, mugs, everything. We got pretty much whatever you want we have. And then with your extra winnings, of course, make sure you go over to RX Hemp RX USN to save you ten percent on your entire order. They have the CBD creams. I know you know a little sore from working out. You know after after the holiday season, of course, you know everybody and their mother is going to get a gym membership because twenty twenty one everybody wants to do that. Listen, have I said that myself? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. So when you're sore from working out from that twenty twenty one weight loss, make sure you go over. To uh, RX, time to get that CBD cream make you feel brand new when you wake up in the morning. Matt, what is going on? One of our number one fans over here, him, Alex, always just just the support from the from the family is just unbelievable. But Josh, let's get into what everybody is here for: the sports talk. And tonight we have a game. Is it a game worth Forgot watching? No, I no, no, no,
1: no, no. Forgot the. Oh, you, you know what? You know I what? I need Josh? a win. I need this, a win. So this I need. Is why
0: Josh, this is why you're you're just great. This is why we do so well together, because you remind me of things. So we're going to start off with the Who Am I? You guys know how this wor- works around here by now. Got a minute 30 on the clock. It's Josh's turn to guess this week. Like he said, Josh needs a win. Struggling Big recently. Big time. So I, I, got, I got a player. So this is Josh's turn. At the end of my first hint, I'm going to start the timer. Let me go on over to my notes right here. Okay, you ready Josh?
1: What's the level of difficulty?
0: You know, he I think I don't think it's too difficult, bro. Right. He's not that he's kind of a recent player. I would say he's decently known. I think you should be able to get this. All right, I'm ready. All right. So, I was a first round pick in the 2009 draft. 15th
1: overall. 15th overall. Yes, sir. 09. I don't even know who O9 was.
0: Well, you know That's that's okay. I was drafted by the Houston Texans.
1: Oh nine. It's too early. I think that's like a year early for JJ Watt. Um, I I got
0: you. Listen, here we go. Ready? He played. Uh, we're not really that big college people, but he played at USC. USC. He, uh, he. He was the. He is the all-time, believe it or not, leading tackler.
1: Brian Cushing. Look at you, Josh. Look was, at you. See. See,
0: bro. Look <laughs> at you. You got that win. It was needed, and you absolutely succeeded, <laughs> as Alex says, the PED
1: legend. I didn't even know that didn't that didn't was coach. a thing. He's a strength and conditioning coach for Houston. So I wonder why uh, Will Fuller got us suspended for the rest of the season.
0: Wow, look at Josh putting on the Sherlock Holmes hat. Oh, yeah. No, PED it. suspension, PED legend. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I didn't even know that. I honestly did not know Brian Cushman was a PED legend, bro. Oh,
1: yeah, dude. I mean, If you see the pictures of his like transitions from – High school to the NFL, bro's arm grew like triple the size every year. It's insane.
0: But need whatever he's on. Just kidding. We (laughs) do all natural things here. All natural always. But seriously, Brian, if you're ever watching this, I could use some help. All right. But now that the Who Am I is done, we can move on to Monday Night Football. That was my mistake. And listen, as I said before, there's a game on tonight. Is it worth watching? questionable if you're Alex and you're a Steelers fan you're gonna watch it and let's be real here we're all gonna watch it because football is crack so we're gonna sit here and watch the Steelers hopefully demolish the Bengals unless they turn into the Rams all of a sudden but we'll also get into that a little bit later on so Josh what do you expect from the Steelers tonight
1: um I expect them to try to find a running game I don't know I know James Conner was questionable is he playing tonight he's out nope he's out all right, then they definitely need to get Snell involved. Try to find a running game before the playoffs because they've really struggled running the ball this season. We all know the weapons they have on the outside. And and he's – yeah, rest in peace, Kevin Green, man. Nah, facts.
0: Sucks. Kevin Green, that is – listen, and I'm not going to lie here. Didn't really know who Kevin Green was until last year when I had him on my Madden Ultimate team.
1: <laughs> nah, but we know what uh, Big Ben can do and what those receivers on the outside, I mean – they don't even use Chase Claypool as much as they used to, but he's still always a threat out there. They're just so deep at the receiving position, but they're going to need a run game in the in the playoffs. They can't just rely on Big Ben the entire time the pass rush is in the AFC. So they're going to need to establish a running game. I think tonight they try to find like some sort of ground game with Snell, and uh, hopefully they can get something going. But I don't expect the Bengals to do anything. I think Ryan Finley starting at quarterback tonight, and they're just – I mean, we all know the Steelers are going to win. Hopefully we all know that, but they could pull the Rams. Like you said, could be interesting, but I think the Steelers will win pretty handily tonight and hopefully they get the run game going. I'm just, that's all I'm expecting to see.
0: Yeah. Like you said, I don't really think this is going to be the closest game of the uh, 2020 season so far. At least I don't think it will be now. We've kind of seen the this, this Steelers struggle the last two weeks. Uh, they're on their, they, you know, they won the 11 games in a row, and now they're on a two-game losing streak, I believe. Uh, they lost to Washington, and then who was it? What was that other loss? Uh, I don't know. I, don't oh, I can't. That. I can't remember now. Well, Alex, I'm sure you're in the chat. Tell me who they lost to. But um, yeah, I'm not. A, yes, Buffalo. Thank you, Matt. But yeah, I'm expecting them to just to kind of roll the Bengals. Uh, I think they're going to try to get back on track. So that's kind of why I took the over in this game for the simple fact that I think even if it's 28, nothing at halftime, I think just to get their confidence back up, the Steelers are going to try to mess around and put up 50 on the Bengals. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. They certainly have the talent to do it. Big Ben's been playing well this year, played a lot better than I definitely was going to give him credit for playing this year. I just didn't know what we were going to see in big Ben's return. It's kind of weird. You always think of Tommy John surgery as a baseball thing, and he had that. And, you know, it's, it's not a big surgery to come back from. Obviously, we see MLB pitchers come back from every single season. So that wasn't really my concern. But, you know, he's always talked about retiring and this and that. So I just didn't know how dedicated he was. But like you said, they're kind of a wide receiver factory at this point. They got Juju, Claypool, uh, There's
1: who's the other one Johnson. Yes. Deontay
0: Johnson. Deontay Johnson is the one that Alex is always obsessed with him and Corey always got to go back and forth on that one. Take all his
1: props. (laughs) Oh,
0: (laughs) yes, sir. Yes, sir. James Connor certainly been a disappointment this year as my, uh, futures player prop is not going to hit on him. I took his over on rushing yard. There's only 650. I was like, Oh, that's easy money. Yeah. (laughs) Not going to happen. Not going to happen so james connor i'm gonna need a reimburse uh reimbursement is that what it is yeah, yeah. whatever <laughs> english is english is hard sometimes okay so james <laughs> i'm gonna need some my money backer i'll just make sure that alex can uh <laughs> cory wants james washington to be the number one receiver hey listen i i would at this point i'm not gonna put anything past steelers because one of these days james washington is probably gonna be the number one wide receiver because like we all said they're a wide receiver factory but i think like you said Steelers are just going to roll over the Bengals. So will it be the most entertaining game? Maybe not. But for the Steelers to get back on track, it's kind of important for them. But like we said, we don't really expect too much. Now, this is where the real questions start coming in, though, because we know kind of think we know what's going to happen tonight. But overall, we saw that the Bills did beat the Steelers. Who who are you going with, Josh? Who is the second best team in the, uh, in the AFC? And you know what? This is absolutely right. I, fa- Josh, I found Alex's Venmo after all these times. <laughs> I found it, sent him a nice little stimulus check request today. I'm still waiting on him to get back to me, Josh. You know, it's kind of weird. Oh, all this money he has, but he still hasn't got back. You you know? Know?
1: Processing, yeah, you know, you're right.
0: he, has to, he has to make sure it goes through his accountant. Right, you know, yeah, you know, all the whole, all you know, he's got he's got a four step process just in case anybody yeah. ever
1: wants to steal his money. <laughs> But I think I think the Bills are definitely the, the second-best team in the in the AFC. I think it's it's tough to say just because they beat the Steelers they are, but just the way they've been playing the second half of the season, they've been playing really, really well. Josh Allen is back in his MVP form. That defense has really been stepping it up lately, playing some really good football. And uh, the Steelers have kind of looked weird. I mean, they, they're still really talented, still really good and still can compete in the afc but just the way the bills are looking it's tough to put the steelers ahead of them i mean with a quarterback like josh allen who's leading his team in rushing throwing for 400 yards four touchdowns just dominating every game it's it's tough to say that team isn't the second best but i think it could change in the next two weeks and then in the playoffs we'll just have to really see what happens but right now i got to go with buffalo ahead of the steelers
0: yeah, I'm I'm going with Buffalo and honestly, it's not even because they beat the Steelers. Like you said, I think it's Buffalo and it's pretty easy to me. Uh, I think Josh Allen at this stage is better than Big Ben. He can do more, you know, it's it's kind of funny because Josh Allen is realistically the mirror image of an earlier Big Ben, you know, big, tall dude who can kind of just run people over at the quarterback position as well. Like you said, he's amazing at rushing. I believe he has more rushing touchdowns. He had like the most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback over the last like Three years, like more than Lamar Jackson. So that's definitely a, a very interesting thing that has developed over time. Cause I think coming out of the draft, everybody knew it was a big arm talent, but the running game for Josh Allen has kind of been a, a nice surprise, at least to me. Like I said, we don't really dive too much into the college life. So I don't know if that was a thing coming out, but I know for me, this is it was kind of a surprise. And I think the biggest thing, and easily, I think the biggest addition of this offseason, though easy hands down winner of the offseason was the where the bills because of stefan uh, Diggs. i almost said gilmore my
1: pay, shout out my my patriot fans out there Went down this but weekend, uh the injury i part. know listen it's listen it's a tough life out here it really is i left them out of the but, out of the dock today just for you I, I knew you didn't feel like talking about that game man
0: you know I didn't even realize that. I really didn't. It's okay. If we have time, we can talk about that because I know we're still gonna talk about your boys. So I don't wanna leave I don't wanna leave anything out. You know, I don't want to make it look like we're fraudulent over here. <laughs> but I think Diggs has been absolutely unbelievable. Alex, I know you got it in the Rolodex as you said that I had uh, I had uh I had Diggs as a top five wide receivers here. I'm just saying, just saying, and I believe he's he's up there in receptions, targets yards everything he has been absolutely unbelievable this year as yes, we have mr ceo in here perry love the rebrand. perry shout out you for giving for giving the guys a chance out here shout out perry much love for perry but uh yeah Diggs has been unbelievable so i think i think like like what you said i think the Steelers defense is probably better uh they're they're very solid over at that end but even la- this week we saw with the bills uh Name, I can't think of his name now. Why can I not think of names today? Jerry
1: the running back. Oh, the Man, running single, back uh, Singletary. Zach Moss.
0: S- Zach Moss and Singletary. I think that they're and they're not, don't get me wrong, they're not like a great duo per se, but they're they're not bad. I think both of them are like an above average running back and get the job done. And they had a pretty solid running game, uh, you know, this week. And you know, I was watching the broadcast out of that game, and they were saying, you know. It's it's a good thing when teams know you're running the ball and you can still do it. And that's kind of what the Bills did late in that game. Uh they were you knew that they were gonna run the ball because they were up by so much against the Broncos and the Broncos still couldn't do anything about it. And you know, they also said it's kind of weird for a team to, you know, be able to play uh, you know, four out wide receivers, empty backfield, and then also be able to, you know, go heavy set three tight ends and just run the ball down and throw. And the bills can truly do both of them because Josh Allen, like we said, has been so good with digs and, you know, they're going to get John Brown back. They have Cole Beasley who been you know, Julian Edelman, like, you know, that's who I can compare him to just because I've seen so much of him. So their offense looks pretty good. And like you said, their, their defense has come along very nicely. So I think it's the bills, you know, here. And then maybe the Steelers down here. Like, I think that there is that gap. I don't really think that they're neck and neck. And I know, can it be an overreaction because the Steelers have struggled recently? Yeah, 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 can be. But I don't know. I'm I'm just liking what the Bills are doing. Josh Allen for MVP. I just also wanted to say, just saying, I also called that he, Josh Allen was going to be good this year. I'm on an absolute freaking roll. Yeah, man,
1: it's Carson still... Wentz pick. Way to go, man. Way whoa, whoa.
0: Good. I don't even – listen, Carson Wentz didn't feel like winning
1: MVP this year. Uh, so he's he gonna go. Like, he felt like getting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I will let this no, guy no, take my
0: job. No, no. See, because here's the thing. See, here, Josh. Here's the thing. You're thinking in. You're thinking in the right now. Carson is thinking in the future. Right. He's played bad, so Hertz would come in. Now Hertz playing well, so he's gonna get traded to the Colts behind a fantastic offensive line at T.Y. Hill and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah,
1: you know, T.Y. Like T.Y. Hilton's been amazing Damn. this year,
0: right? He's... Oh, but listen, that's because he has he has noodle arm.
1: Oh, great Carson... though. Noodle arms on fire, and he's, oh, man, a he he's no, got a But he is not he no Carson QB competition in Indy. Imagine when— Hey, or,
0: hey, listen, Alex. Let me tell you something. Carson <laughs> wants to be a Patriot next year. I am there.
1: I that's am the same team. Forward. That's basically the same team, but a better defense.
0: No uh, better defense. They got a better offensive line than the Eagles. <laughs> they're still both garbage offensive lines. All right, but they're better. He won get <laughs> sack Jacobi, 50 times.
1: I'll take, I'll take Greg Ward and Travis Fulgham over. Jacoby Myers yeah, and Nikhil You
0: See, this is what I mean. You're thinking in the now, baby. I'm telling you. No right? one's Patriots. coming in the ring. No oh, coming in yeah. Listen,
1: King's listen, coming we got back. all that's this cap it. space.
0: We got, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, back. you know, Josh, we say a lot of things to each other, but that's just hurtful. That's just me. coming back. He's coming back. Cam is not coming back. He's coming back. But exact, see, Josh, see, Josh? Alex is right here again. McDaniels is a better game planner than Peterson, even off the head of
1: 1932. the greatest game plan ever, but Carson Wentz is still going to wind up with at least 10 interceptions. Hey,
0: he would – Cam got that, but like only six touchdowns anyway. So at least Carson
1: would have more touchdowns. Yes, they're going to probably have the same amount of touchdowns, man. It's going to be another run you. Yeah,
0: no. See, that. you're thinking in the short term, Josh. I told you, you got all this cap space. We'll get a trade for Carson, sign 85 wide receivers, because if we
1: draft one, I'm automatically. You're saying I'm still in the now, but you're in the past, bro. You're judging Carson Wentz off of the first half of a season two years ago. Like first half,
0: half. it wasn't the first half, it was the three quarters, three quarters of a season two years ago. He tore the ACL, and then you know, the offensive line decided to be useless. The wide receivers all decided Uh, to get it. Now, here come the
1: excuses, the floodgates. How is it an excuse if it's a fact? When I I try to do that with Cam, it's excuses. So, I'm using the same exact logic on you because Cam has injuries too. Cam ain't got nothing in New England, but it's because he sucks, No, right? Cam's just always been sucks. overrated. No, well, MVP overrated? Really? 15-1 and one
0: overrated? And Best even that, year, he only completed 50 like fifty-eight percent of his – so I don't want to hear nothing.
1: He's <laughs> more like than he what Carson Wentz has completed. He stole that – what's Carson Wentz at this year?
0: I guarantee you, I will bet you any amount of money live on air right now that Carson has a better completion percentage than Cam has.
1: I'm not talking about – no, I'm talking about career. Career? You think Wentz is worse? No, I, no, I just – no, I didn't say worse. I just want to know what Carson Wentz oh. is at. Carson is at 62.7. Oh, wow. 4%, bro. He is ways and Four. ways up, way better than Cam, man.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, would way you rather better. have – would you rather have, you know, 96% of something or 100%? <laughs> that's not even the same – that's not –
1: no, that's four percent right there. Listen, if I'm starting with both these guys as rookies, who are you? Who are you taking for the rest of their careers? Cam or Carson? Starting their rookie year, coming out of college. I mean,
0: well, college Cam proved more because he was in the SEC.
1: No, I'm just talking about like if you could go back, knowing what you know, who would you start your career with? Like if you could. Pick are they going to play on
0: the exact same circumstances? Yes. Let's say they're both would going to Carson. Carolina
1: i would going, take carson you're crazy you're smoking crack bro no, no <laughs> bro
0: listen i'm sick of the cam love fest bro i'm done <laughs> with it i'm, I'm sick of carson white's
1: love bro don't act like it's one-sided over here oh no i'm not saying it's one sided. i'm just sick
0: of cam i've seen I'm what he's not. done this year it's in Baverson.
1: yeah because it's all him right damn if only they had a quarterback that team would be, be amazing per shifter oh
0: wait i just want to i just want to know what what happened last year when they had the GOAT with the exact same team? Even when you lost to Tennessee in the playoffs? Wow, man. Okay, but oh wait, wait. wait. Would you rather do that or miss the playoffs for the first time since Did Korea? They Didn't they both go home though? Yeah, we're going home a lot earlier this year. Would you all right, would you rather have the Panthers be what they are right now or lose in the first round? No, no, answer me that. I would
1: love to have this top five pick. That's what I'm happy about rather than being in the
0: playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Fine. Whatever. You you stick to being a little loser over there in Carolina. I, I, I'm not yeah. used to it. I'm yeah. not used to it over here in Patriot world. Used Eli, We're used to David winning. Tyree.
1: Eli David Tyree.
0: Oh. oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, we lost three. Don't worry. We still got six. How many you got, Josh? Hey, man, we, uh, we almost had two of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almost. <laughs> <laughs> one lost to the goat, another one because he couldn't jump on a fumble. No nah, man,
1: I love how that's the only play of the game that we lost. Not yet. Like that. Listen, I love,
0: I love that. I I love, shitty on cam, but that is not the only reason they lost that Super Bowl. But because it's so famous, I will continue to do it. Absolutely, continue to do it. Listen, Josh, we went on a tangent there. Let's get yeah. back to it. We'll 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 bring it back in. We're bringing it back in. We'll we'll go back to the Monday night game. Speaking of trying to build, you know, around things, what do the Bengals need to do to build around Burrow? Because listen, you know, there were some questions about Burrow coming out in the draft. Yeah, he was the number one pick, but he only had, you know, kind of that one season where he played, you know, very, very well, obviously at LSU that national championship year. So what do they got to do to build around him? Is it O-line? Is it, you know, skill positions? What do they do? And Josh? If you're GM, GM, put the, put the GM cap on right now. What are you doing?
1: Think uh, they need offensive linemen badly. I think uh, he's their their defense already sucks, and they were in a, basically every game with Joe Burrow. Outside of the Pittsburgh and Baltimore games, they were in every game, just because Joe Burrow was willing them to be there. And their skill position guys are really really good. Actually, I mean, T. Higgins has been an amazing rookie this year. Him and Tyler Boyd had a connection very early on, and they need they need an O line and. I think, yeah, I agree. A change of pace running back with Mixon would be huge. Someone that can run between the tackles. You don't
0: think that's what Bernard is?
1: No, I think Bernard is basically Mixon, but not as good. I think they they play the same type of game. I mean, they're both good at what they do, but they need someone that can actually pound the rock, not just cut to the outside. But that offensive line could make Joe Mixon be a between-the-tackles guy if they get some, some good players up in there. And that defense, I mean, they can add to it but that defense is not going to be their strong suit. So I think they need to, yeah, for real, if they don't, if they draft like a receiver and then like a tight end with their first two picks or something crazy like that, they're just going to Burrow's never Burrow's going to request a trade or retire. Like those are, those would be my two <laughs> options. of, of out, They're going to add your locket, aren't they? Yeah, for real. That's the path they're on. I mean, look what they already did to him. He didn't even finish his whole rookie year. They need to add to that offensive line if they want him to be around for a long time. But, uh, Outside of that, the defense is going to take a long time to fix because they're really old over there. Geno Atkins is not the player he used to be. Their secondary is not that good outside of that safety that they have. But they just need to slowly build that defense, but they need to quickly build that offensive line for Burrow.
0: Yeah, they need to address that offensive line. It is just an absolute murder out there. I, I mean, before he went down w- with the injury, I think he was second to Carson Wilson in sex. So the offensive line is definitely doing no favors for him. You know, like like everybody's saying here with Alex Perry, even you, uh, I'll just add on to it. I think if, if they draft anything, but off, I won't care what position they need or want, every single draft pick in this draft should be an offensive lineman. And if they don't, the GM should be arrested. Because at that point, that is, that is you know, involuntary manslaughter. That's what that's what's going on. Because Joe Burrow is going to be back there getting absolutely killed every game.
1: A.J. Green, Green wants out. Go get a tackle for, like, trade him for Burrow. a tackle. Or the something.
0: fact that they didn't trade A.J. Green this, se- this season blows my mind. Yeah. Like, I was fully prepared for an A.J. Green trade at the deadline. And I sat there waiting for it because, you know, they had talked the Patriots, the Packers, just that about, and nothing happened. I was shocked. Then again, I shouldn't be that shocked because it is the Bengals and, you know, they're just the Bengals. You know, they ruin ruin basically every career that goes there. So they got to address that offensive line like, you know, like we're all saying. And then I don't know, man. I've never been a big Joe Mixon guy. So definitely a change of pace back. But maybe I'm not a Joe Mixon guy as well because I can't really see what he can do. Because the offensive line is so bad, you know everybody looked at Saquon. No, oh, he's so good. This, that, and the third. If you look at Saquon's stats before he got injured this year, he wasn't doing anything. And it's not because Saquon all of a sudden turned. You know, it, the you know clock hit twelve o'clock and he turned back into a pumpkin. No, no, no. The Giants offensive line is terrible too. He there's this much running room, you know, uh, and enter room for these running backs to to go through. So they have to address the offensive line. And then, like you said, it's going to take a long time to rebuild that defense unless they somehow, you know, seventh-round pick turns into somebody or a sixth-round pick here turns into somebody because, like you said, I think the early draft picks have to go to the offensive line and then you can start getting into the defense. But they got a lot of work to do, but I think that they definitely have their quarterback situation, you know, figured out finally. Uh, So that's, that's the bright spot for them, I guess, going into the season. And then you'll have Joe Mixon come back. Another year, Boyd, uh, T. Higgins, another year. Uh, Alex over here thinking Adrian and Carson, a Patriot in twenty twenty one. Zeke too. Oh, and yep, Zeke too. We're trading for everybody.
1: The, the Listen, that's what Bill bro. likes to
0: do. Anyway. <laughs> that's what Bill likes to do anyway. He takes your old pieces, refurbishes them, gets a good two three years out of them, and then sells them back. beautiful it's amazing what bill can do except you know draft because you know that he doesn't even know what drafting skill positions is is it's it's unbelievable but i can't even get into that my head might explode Josh, give me a score prediction for tonight's game though
1: 30 to
0: 7 so you don't like me (laughs)
1: <laughs> 30 to 7 man i think uh <laughs> you did that on no no no. you doing that on purpose no no I, no I really i really think that's gonna be the score i I'm, I, I know i've never in suck. my life
0: felt this disrespected
1: kickers this year suck i think he hits two so you want points. me to lose
0: 140 dollars <laughs> no, by one that. point
1: i didn't that's say what that you're, listen that's you know i've pred- said you multiple my times prediction
0: no, ask, no, no, no. I think, think you're doing it on purpose. I no. you know I think I over. I don't even know what it is. What, what I is- told you I had it at 38. Oh dang, bro. I, I hope I hope,
1: <laughs> hope it hits.
0: Oh they oh dang play. bro. Unbelievable. <laughs> I've never in my life felt this disrespected. I'm gonna go 35 to 13. Oh. 35 13. Why not? Get my over make Josh wrong again, keep, you know, keep the, keep the role that we're on here, me being right, Josh being wrong. So it'll be a, it'll be a wonderful thing. Disagree. But <laughs> let's go over to the Sunday games. We'll recap some of these real quick. We'll start off with the Bucks and the Falcons, another, another blown lead oh, the Falcons. Nobody does it quite like you, but we got the Bucks start slow, finish strong. And the cu- the question that even the broadcasters brought up, you know, watching this game, why do they struggle in the first half? And honestly, just watching them, I think, I think that it's weird. It's almost like in the first half, they try to run Arian's offense. And then by the second half, Brady's like, listen, bro, we're not doing this. It's not going to work. Let me, like, for the love of God, let me call something. And he's like, and Bruce, you know, finally hands over the playbook and says, fine, do what you want, but it's not going to work. And then all of a sudden it starts working uh you you kind of see in the first half you know deep deep routes they don't run the ball enough and I know that they have all this offensive talent at wide receiver you know you can name them all off Evans with Brown you know Brown had a breakout game Godwin Gronk you name them they probably have them that's really cool and all but you have to establish a running game as well because if you can't establish a running game then you know, defense, as they say, can pin their ears back and just blitz. And let me tell you something, 43-year-old Tom Brady is not rolling out of the pocket and scrambling. So I think that's the thing that kind of makes them struggle in the first half. They try to, you know, run the offense that they want to, that they used to run with with Winston. And then Brady's kind of like, listen, bro, this isn't going to work for this game. Let's uh, try to switch it up. And then they go to more an offense tailored more towards him. And, and that's when they kind of bring it up. It also doesn't help. That, uh, I mean, it also helps that they played the Falcons this week, who, as we know, fantastic at blowing leads 28 to three, if you know what I mean. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a, they're definitely a weird team to watch. I know I, we were talking in the chat, everybody in, over in the unwrap chat, you know, I can't believe they're going to lose the Falcons, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden the Bucks decide to come back and be the Bucks. But, Josh, you got any idea why uh, they just can't seem to do anything in the first half?
1: Yeah, I think they're just trying to do way too much really early on. Like from the start, score 0-0, they're trying to take shots deep, trying to make big plays and score early. When I think they need to do what you said. They need to establish this running game. I know they have all these receivers, but they also have some really, really good running backs back there. I mean, last week, LaShawn McCoy had some amazing runs, and the run game was working. Leonard Fournette, he's a beast. And Ronald Jones, he's a beast. So I think the fact that they don't try to get the running game Going early is their biggest problem, and that's why they always wind up trailing pretty early in these games. I think that Brady also has looked pretty bad early in games this year. In the first quarter and in some of the second quarter, he just has had slow starts all year. That could be because it's still a new offense to him. It changes all the time with game plans. He's still getting used to everything out there. But I think they just need to, to just start a little bit slower, try to establish the running game, short passes we taking these deep shots to Mike Evans every play. <laughs> I just take it out of pace that will keep them in the game early so they don't have to come back all the time. I mean, coming back from these these deficits is not always a good thing to do, even if it looks cool, like, oh, they came back again. It's like we don't want that to be the situation ever. You want to be the team winning. So I think it's just because they're trying to do too much early on and they've they just got to get away from that.
0: Yeah, like you said, I think the run game is is probably the more important thing for them. And, you know, going with the, the running game, who would you give the carries to going forward? Is it Fournette? Is it Ronald Jones? Like, I don't know. I kind of struggle with it because I think Jones can can kind of catch it better out of the backfield than Fournette. But I think Fournette's the better runner. So I don't really know. who. Would you, if you had to pick one, who are you going with?
1: Yeah, I'm going with Fournette. I mean, Ronald Jones has been really good this year, but I think they need to run the ball down your throat running back, and that's what Leonard Fournette is. Just pound the rock up the gut, get those tough yards. I think that's what Leonard Fournette does. I don't think they completely get rid of Ronald Jones out of the game plan because, like you said, he catches the ball way better out of the backfield. He's, He's more elusive in the open field and can make bigger plays like he has done all year. But when it just comes down to establishing that running game early on, I think you just hand it off to Fournette and let him do what he does. He's he's a tough runner. So I don't know why they haven't given him the ball a lot. I mean, we saw it in the second half of of this past game. I mean, he had two touchdowns just because he's big and strong. Like, that's just how he scores. So I think Fournette yeah, should be. that really get, killed your fantasy hopes. For real, dude. I, I was feeling a little good. I was, up, <laughs> I was up by, like, three points. And I was like, Fournette's, in, Fournette's not doing anything. in they're about to lose. I look at it again. He's got two touchdowns. I'm like, ah, that's it. It's the nail in the coffin. <laughs> But uh, I think he needs to get the ball more. I just think overall their running game needs to get the like get more touches than than, than the throwing the ball because it's going to open up a lot downfield, and I think that's what Fournette does. He opens up the passing game a lot. I mean Blake Bortles sucks, but Fournette made him look kind of good in a lot of games because they were establishing the run and the defense was keying on that. And when you got Brady back there, it's just going to be different.
0: Yeah, you know it's definitely not going to help in the fantasy world or anything like that, and it it sucks to watch sometimes if you like one player more than the other. But in this situation, I think I would just go with the hot hand. I really would. If, you know, Fournette is out there and he's getting five yards of carry, he's breaking off big runs here or there. Listen, Jones, you're going to have to stay on the bench. I'm sorry. But you know, if, if Fournette comes out for a breather and then all of a sudden, Ronald Jones has back-to-back 10 yard runs. Hey, Fournette, you might want to well put the oxygen mask on for a little bit longer. I think you just go with the hot hand at this point. I think that they're both, pretty solid. Like you said, Fournette is definitely more, you know, run the ball down your throat can get the, can get, you know, maybe the bigger plays because he can run some people over, you know, not quite Derrick Henry stiff arm, but he can still get you there too. So I think I would just ride with the hot hand. And like I said, it definitely isn't, you know, sometimes the most fun thing to watch is if you're into fantasy or if you like one player more than the other one, but Hey, sometimes you just got to go with what's working. So hot hand for me, but if they want to give it to a certain player, I think, I think, you know, I don't know. I think I might go with Jones, honestly, if I was going to give it to one player because he can catch the ball better and he's still pretty solid. But like Alex said, I really wouldn't mind, you know, a a Hunt-Chubb kind of situation. They're definitely not the same combination because I think Hunt and Chubb, you know, both of them are obvious starters on any team in the NFL. We obviously saw what Hunt could do in Kansas City, but if you can kind of split the carries like them, or, or, you know, because, with, with, you know, they're, they can both kind of catch the ball out of the backfield as well. Fournette, like we said, can't really do it as well. But Hunt and Chubb, you see it all the time. They're kind of hot hand as well. And then when they get to the goal line, they usually go with Chubb, I would say, unless it's the passing situation because then they usually put Kareem Hunt in. So hot hand for me. But if they want to give it to somebody, I would go with Jones. It sounds like you would go with Fournette. But I don't really know if, if we're ever going to find out the true answer, honestly. I really don't. But – Let's go on to the other side of the ball here. The Falcons, they blow another lead to my boy, Brady. But that's not – I just had to throw that in there. That's not the real question. Uh, how do they get back into the playoffs, Josh? And actually, I'll, I'll add on to this. You, do you have a specific head coach mind for them?
1: Yeah, I think for them to to get back into the playoff contention, uh, they need they need defense their offense can score but not consistently like they can they can put up enough points to win a game but when they're allowing teams to put up 35 in, in the second half or or just 35 plus in basically every game it's it's not going to be easy to win for real they do they just post the no, final I'm score i'm not going to
0: lie the falcons twitter is is pretty solid like they posted the gif yesterday of uh homer going like disappearing into the bushes after they lost like I respect them. I respect them for taking the L's.
1: Yeah, for sure. But I think that defense needs a lot of work. Deion Jones has basically been the lone star over there doing basically everything. They did have some injuries early on in the year, so that could be part of the problem, but they need some sort of pass rush, some sort of run defense. That the defensive line needs a lot of work. Even that offensive line hasn't done the best of jobs in the running game. I mean Todd Gurley, basically the only games he's done good in were against us. We have a terrible defense, so that's about it. And I think they just need to fix everything. I don't know if Matt Ryan is the answer. I think he's getting a little bit older. They don't like to use Julio. Yeah, they, they just don't like to use him. They're, they're abandoning him. But I think they have talent on the outside that they can really use. And I just, I mean, they should be good. That's the weird thing. Like, their team should be a lot better than it is. And with the head coaching, I think that's also the big problem. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think he's still got, got a few years somewhere. You think Gurley's got a few years? I don't think he'll be a starting All running back, but I think he's got a backup role in, in a lot of ways. All reasons. right. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Hey, and maybe another Patriot. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Head coaching wise. I mean, the candidates this year, obviously Eric Bieniemy is the one everybody wants, but I don't think he'd want to come to Atlanta. Uh, Other head coaches, I know Jim Caldwell's getting a couple of interviews just because I think he's looking really good now that Matt Patricia was absolutely (laughs) awful in Detroit, and now they're like, well, maybe Jim Caldwell wasn't too bad, so he might get an opportunity. I could see him going to Atlanta and and doing some good things over there, but I just think they need to find someone that's more of a defensive-oriented coach, find a good offensive coordinator, too, that can really – really run that offense kind of like shanahan did when he was there that was really why they were good was because of shanahan so i think they need to find a defensive coordinated head coach and then find a really good offensive coach maybe someone from college that's just a genius on the offensive side putting up a lot of points see
0: that's the that's the thing i i, I kind of go with the opposite way Cause we've seen, you know, Dan Quinn was the defensive kind of coach that they had. And yeah, he, it kind of looks like he wasn't maybe the best coach, but then again, when he was in the Super Bowl, everybody thought he was a fantastic coach. So we're, we're always kind of up and down on coaches, but I think the easy answer here is Eric Uh But I think that's the easy answer for almost any team, because you kind of want, you see that offenses, you know, going through the roof in the NFL these days. So everybody kind of wants to go with the offensive coach. Like you said, I don't know where BNM going to end up going. Maybe he even stays in Kansas City. If I was him, I wouldn't. I would definitely try to go and get that head coaching job. But I I don't know. I think the Falcons interviewed Caldwell for the, for the coaching job. Uh, or the, It was either that or the GM. I'm not sure. I think it was a coaching job, though. I know that they interviewed him for something. But I don't know. It's such a weird situation because, like you said, they should be better to you know rebuilding that team. They got to get Julio involved. I know he's been injured recently is is matt ryan somebody you think that is gonna you know continue to be your quarterback are you drafting one and kind of having you know matt ryan hand the torch over they have to fix the defense they they have no pass rush like they really don't uh and then like you said Deion jones is kind of alone over there by himself just just chilling doing what he really can so i don't know the head coaching situation is kind of up in the air you know what the team is going forward is kind of up in the air because you don't really know who your bona fide stars are. Obviously you look at Calvin Ridley and Julio. They're obviously both very solid over there. Matt Ryan's kind of all right. Like he looked fantastic the first half of that game. I I thought, you know, Matt Ryan was MVP Matt Ryan, but then he, you know, melted like he usually does and and came back down to earth. So it's a weird situation. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I think Eric Bieniemy would be great for them because I think he's just a good offensive mind. He would probably be able to get Julio involved more. He would definitely be able, you know, you can cause you can play around a lot with Julio and Calvin Ridley, like the schemes you could come up with them, because how are you gonna be able to, you know, uh cover both of them? It's hard enough as it is now, but with a good offensive mind, imagine trying to do it. <laughs> Man, Brady stimulus check cash and Ryan account at halftime. Listen. <laughs> Brady don't need Brady don't need that. We've always seen Brady be able to come back against the Falcons. It ain't hard. The Falcons blow the lead to everybody. So I don't know. I think the Falcons are an attractive job, though, just say, that, you know, in my opinion, at least. I think that if I was, you know, a coaching candidate, I would probably look at them because, like you said, they have, they have some stars over there. I think that I don't think it'll take too long to rebuild them. So it'll be they'll be fun to watch. They will be fun to watch for sure. It's a situation to, you know, keep your eyes on. And then one thing that we were keeping our eyes on, I know you were because it did not go well for you, but let's get into the jets and the Rams. Yes. We're going to talk about the jets because they got their first win of the season round of applause. Just kidding. (laughs) Not even an applause for this because now you don't get Trevor Lawrence. Unbelievable. And yes, as Alex says, this game has turned into Bleachgate. If you don't know what we're talking about, make sure you tune in tomorrow to uh, to the podcast with Alex and, uh, and and Christian. I think I might be I might be making a special special appearance on there. So make sure uh, you check that out tomorrow because it's it's going to be an interesting one. But if you don't understand the Bleachgate, make sure just make sure you tune in. But Josh, what are you doing now? What are you doing now as as the Jets? no longer the first pick they have the second pick you sticking with sam and you trade the pick are you picking a quarterback are you what are you doing what are you doing
1: i really really think we're going to see darnold and gase back again next year i'm, I'm thinking <laughs> it's becoming more and more realistic as the season comes to an end i mean the jaguars are now most definitely going to try their hardest to lose these next two games because trevor lawrence i mean i think he should stay back like i would just be like yeah you know what clemson one more year sounds sounds really fun i think he should just stay back but uh as the jets it's just i think they're they're coming back with the same exact squad next year gonna tank again try to get well next year's draft class has a lot of really good quarterbacks too though there's a lot of really good i don't know if any of them are trevor lawrence good but there are some good quarterbacks in there too and i think they still have faith in sam darnold i think if they would have got the first pick this year obviously they would have taken lawrence but now that it's looking like it's going to be the jags i don't know if they go with fields i don't know if they really like him that much to pick him and and get rid of sam darnold but they're just i feel bad for their fan base because how do you like obviously it's like oh we got to win and then, like, there's been a meme, but like, with the Thanos. It's like, but at what cost? Oh, what
0: did it cost? <laughs> yeah.
1: Everything. It's just like, man, I don't know. I feel bad for their fan base. Uh, happy for Gase. He's probably going to get an extension or something, bro. And it's just tough time to be a Jets fan over there. I don't think Lawrence is going to be there. I think we're getting Darnold and Gase for a whole nother year. Some Flacco in well, there a me- couple weeks.
0: Oh yeah, because Sam won't be able to stay held. You know, I had this argument in my in one of my group chats with with a Jets fan I know who's saying, you know, oh, well, Sam didn't really get his chance. So I don't know if I really wanted Trevor Lawrence anyway, Bob. No, 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 Listen, listen. I'll tell you what's going on so far here here in New York. And you know, Alex, you make up a great point here. Me and Josh are in talks to become the head coach and GM uh, Turn it of the Jets. Around. Yeah, we're going to turn around. Stay Josh, which, which position work. are you interviewing for?
1: Head coach, man. I'm going to run that. Okay, yeah, because I up, was going to say,
0: I think I'd be a fantastic GM anyway. i
1: man. I'll, I'll make it work.
0: Listen, don't you worry. Don't you worry. I, I'm trading everybody. We're not even going to have 53 men on the roster in the offseason. We'll probably have, like, three, maybe. Actually, uh, two at the moment because Becton looks pretty good and Quinn Williams looks pretty good. So they're the only ones that are really safe out there. Uh, but you know, we'll, we'll, get you some weapons, but it's, it, you can't, you just can't win as a Jets fan. You, you're either going to go all in 16 and be one of those terrible teams of all time and get Trevor Lawrence who, you know, most people would have been happy about generational talent. A lot of people saying the best prospect to come out of the draft since John Elway, even better than Andrew Luck. And now you get your win. You're not going to go in 16. You're not going to be the lions. You're not going to be the Browns. Oh, but you lost the first pick because the Jags are so bad. Like, they really are just that terrible. Now, here's the only bright spot that I can think of if you're a Jets fan. Now they have the number two pick. Help me out here, Josh. I don't know, honestly, how many teams really need a quarterback anymore. It's, it's like typical, basically, I it's mean. It's the Jags and the Jets. I mean, then
1: there's Josh.
0: I was going to say, do you think the Panthers, as a Panthers fan, you think you're taking a quarterback?
1: I <laughs> really, okay, if. I don't think they will if Justin Field isn't available. But then again, they might like Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. What pick do you have right now? Fourth, fourth pick right now. Shout out to
0: See, because that's what I was gonna say. He, he was my. This would be my bright spot. Maybe the, say the Panthers win the next two games of the season. I don't even know who I, they play, Josh. Who I they hope we don't
1: we play the? I know we got Saints. We got Washington right, and then sorry. New Orleans.
0: All right, never mind. So you're not winning either one yeah, of those games, yeah. but somehow magically you do, and maybe the Panthers drop back to like the sixth pick. There's not that many teams that really need a quarterback. Therefore, oh, see, Alex disagrees. He says you're taking a.
1: We don't need you're taking. We don't need okay. him, man. We already okay, got I guess two.
0: You know, I guess you know we already next got year two.
1: You got Robbie Anderson, top five receiver. Yeah, we already got we already got two top seven receivers, so uh, we're, we're pretty set over here.
0: I think if I'm the Jets, you hope that the Panthers win a game, mess up their draft position a tiny bit, a tiny bit. Then you trade back, get a bunch of picks, still draft fields. You trade Sam as well. So that's another probably sixth round pick. And then you kind of just start rebuilding at whatever position you can. Because, I listen, I know that Sam probably hasn't gotten his chance, but guess what? Life isn't fair. And, you know, the might not be, but he good throwing cross-body balls basically every single game, which is what Sam Darnold does. So I think that that's what you do. Uh, you, or maybe you pray that the Jags win another game somehow and you get that first-round pick. But, Josh, you have no idea how many Jets fans you just made absolutely have a, have a mild heart attack <laughs> saying that Darnold and Gase are going to be back next year. Well, because if they end up somehow being back, and don't get me wrong, I can almost agree with you because the jets are that stupid and the yeah. Johnsons are terrible owners. You know, one <laughs> of them is over there being the ambassador to England or whatever. And, and, and I guess they don't even know if he's coming back and when he's coming back, if he's going to take over the Jets the again, like it is just an absolute mess. So I could see it happening. Don't get me wrong, but I, wow. Can you ta- imagine a worse sports move in history than keeping the quarterback and head coach, of a one in foot of a one and fifteen team. Like I, I,
1: I was thinking about what other teams would give a good package to trade up, and you know Washington could be done with Haskins and want to go after Fields or somebody. Maybe New Orleans wants to get their next Drew Brees. So there are teams that would want to trade up, but then again, I don't see it happening because the Jets are the Jets. They're going to do what they do. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out if they don't. Wind we'll up with the with the number one pick. What, says Washington get Stafford. I mean, get him out of Detroit, man. Yeah, and get get, out get
0: Stafford there. out of Detroit, bro. They ruined enough careers. They ruined Calvin for me. They ruined Matt Stafford for me. I wasn't alive for Barry, but they ruined Barry. Like, come on, bro. Do something yeah. right. I mean, dude. But was... you know what? I think I think that the draft is going to be very very fun to oh, uh yeah. to cover. You know. We'll obviously still be around for that. Oh, Patriots getting Robbie Anderson too, Josh? Um,
1: well, what are you guys giving us Gilmore, uh, giving us your left guard and Belichick. We'll, we'll do that for Robbie. For Robbie Anderson. Hey, man, you want him. Now the up- the price. A, <laughs> listen, now that would be a bold strat. We want That's both the McCordys too. We want both the McCourties too.
0: Listen, I can give you Jason. I refuse to give up Devin. <laughs> no, Love, we need me some Devin Love me some Devin McCordy. Love me some Devin McCordy. And you know, we kind of already covered this. Jets stick with Darnold, go with Lawrence or Fields. I think we both we, we can both agree that they should move on, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I don't think they will. They should. Okay. But they're I, no, do no, no. Job. No, I just want to make sure that we that listen, because we argue about it many things, but if we were gonna argue about that one, I was <laughs> might have to leave the show a little bit early, because that's just unbelievable. <laughs> no. Now let's go over to the other side of the ball, to the team that gave them their first win. The Rams looked terrible. Are they as good as we thought? And, you know, can they reach the Super Bowl, Josh? What, what are we saying?
1: Nah, I, I don't think. Uh, no. I mean, this is this is too many games now against bad teams that they're just – they look awful. And Sean McVay's a great offensive coach. And you're telling me you can't come up with a game plan to beat the damn Jets? I mean, like, how? Their offense in the first half was just the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I mean – yeah. Shout out Christian and the Ramley, man. That's, that's tough. I mean, yeah, that's, I just, I don't think they have a chance. I don't trust Jared Goff. Cam makers looked good the past couple of weeks, but now it's, it just doesn't look like they have a running game at all. That defense outside of Aaron Donald and Ramsey, they don't have a lot of good players over there. I mean, Sam Donald cooked them in the first half. So it just wasn't happening. I don't trust them. I mean, a lot of the NFC teams have been stepping up lately, so I think I think they're just not in the same category as teams like the Packers. I just don't think they're up there with those type of teams. Even the Seahawks, they're, they're much better than the Rams, in my opinion now. Their defense has played really well the past – well, last week, but not the week before. They played the <laughs> week before. But their defense has looked improved this past week, but – I just don't think the Rams have that good of a chance. This is a real demoralizing loss. I mean, you lose to the Jets. You're going to be hurting for a couple of weeks with that one.
0: I it's might just oh, – listen, I know it's demoralizing, but let me tell you this, Josh. I might head over to my bookie and put my entire bank account on the Rams winning next week. <laughs> really? Because you lose to the Jets. You lose to the Jets, you got to come out next week and try your hardest. they got to yeah. play like it's the goddamn Super Bowl.
1: Well, they didn't do too good last time they played like that, so –
0: you know what? You know you're not let's go back to like the
1: two thousand Super Bowl or right, two thousand one, yeah, whatever
0: they did. I wish ninety
1: nine I wanted Steve McNair to get a ring.
0: Well, you know, you can't have everything. You just can't yeah. have everything. I don't know. You know, Alex, has a good question. I am not sure who the Rams Probably play, but I still don't game. care. Yeah, I think it is a division game. Is it the, I wonder if it's the Seahawks or is that week seventeen? I don't care. Listen, like I said, I don't care. I don't care. I really think I putting the whole game. bank account on it. I'm putting the whole damn bank account on it, but yeah, you know, like you said, I think this is kind of the story of the NFC. I I don't know what to do with the Rams. How do you lose to the Jets but you can beat the Bucs easily? Like it, it doesn't make Seattle. any
1: sense. It plays Seattle.
0: Maybe not the whole bank account. Maybe like half of it. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't think they're making a Super Bowl run. I don't know how good they are. I can't. I really wish I could give people. I I wish I could give the people answers but i can't because this is the nfc i I, in the beginning of the year i thought it was you know saints bucks easy now then then it went to the packers and bucks then it went to the saints and packers and then all of a sudden the rams play i don't know i don't know i am not a mind reader i can't predict the future so i don't know what's going to happen but the rams are going to be fun to watch down the stretch because depending on what team shows up Depends on how far that they're going to make it. You know, knowing the Rams are going to lose these next – watch, the Rams will lose the next two games going to the playoffs. All of a sudden, defense turns into the 86 Bears, and they're in the Super Bowl. Like, I just don't know what's going to happen. The NFC is the most – it's the most unpredictable NFC I've ever seen in my life. Maybe
1: they should try Aaron Donald at running back. See, Just see what happens. Aaron Donald, fullback, blocking for Cam Akers. That would be – I mean, just – let them go, like just halfback dive. Let them go, like that's got to work. Uh, Alex, that's cap. That's that's wrong.
0: <laughs> I am not. I am not a Bucks fan. Still a Patriots fan. A struggling Patriots fan this year is the first time in my life I've ever struggled as a Patriots fan. But you know it's okay. We'll 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 get through this together. We will get through this together. But Josh, now we're gonna move on to your boys. Our, our, our Saturday game. Ah, the Panthers and the Packers, Josh, I'll let you take it. Actually, no, we'll start with this before we get into the Panthers. We'll start with the Packers. The Packers tried, they barely tried, as you wrote. You know, I, I give I give Josh respect because I didn't even write this. Josh said, and I quote, Packers barely try and come away with win. You know what, Josh, I respect you for realizing that they didn't even have to do that much to be your boys. But is Aaron Rodgers our MVP? And we'll try to answer this question as well. Are the Packers now the
1: favorites? After New Orleans lost, I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Uh, Mahomes has been amazing, but Rodgers is just—I mean, he hasn't made too many mistakes this year. Outside of his team dropping passes or or not blocking well, he hasn't really done anything terrible. I mean, he's putting up amazing numbers. I think he has like forty-one touchdowns now, only like four interceptions. He's got a lot of passing yards, and he's just playing out of yeah, his mind. That's pretty Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think he, I think he is for sure the MVP, and I right now have him as my favorite as to go to the Super Bowl coming out of the NFC. That defense has stepped up lately. Aaron Jones kind of got it going lately. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt is running outside of his house yelling Rodgers for MVP. Thank you, Josh to see what you did. You made you made honestly. Matt doesn't even want Christmas. He just wants to skip right to the to the uh, NFL awards and see if Aaron Rodgers won the MVP.
1: Yeah, I, I think he definitely wants that. But that uh, that offense, now they got Lazard back and healthy. Adams is looking great. Tanyan is apparently one of the best tight ends to ever live, top three. In, I mean, I think he leads <laughs> the NFL in tight end touchdowns this year so far. So he's been really good for them. I, I have them as a favorite. Uh, the Saints are really good, too. So are the Bucks. But the Packers have just been playing out of their mind lately.
0: Uh, I think I'll agree with you that Rodgers is the MVP in in my heart I still say it's Russell Wilson because of the true meaning most valuable player but we all know that that's not what the award actually is it's pretty much whoever has the best season and in the NFL is whatever quarterback has the best season let's be honest here so I think it's Rodgers right now Mahomes obviously still has his chance cuz you know he's been playing out of his mind as well and then I like I said in the in the last, we're talking about the last team I guess right now the Packers are my favorite, but I hate their run defense. It's absolutely terrible. So you play a team like the Saints who can, you know, run it with Kamara and then Tavius Murray or you run or you, you know, you play the Bucks who, you know, beat up on the Packers earlier on in the season. I don't know how that game is going to go. I think at least the Packers are going to make it to the championship game. I don't think they really have to worry about it anything until then. You know, unless they play the Seahawks somehow in you know the first round or something like that. I know that they're fighting. Are they? Are they the number one seed right now, or is it still the Saints?
1: I think it's still the Saints.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that too. But I guess I put the Packers as my favorite, not confidently, because like I said, the NFC is the most up and down division I have ever seen in my entire life. Like I literally just don't know what's going to happen week to week. So, at, at you know 8:01 p.m. on Monday, December 21st, the Packers are my favorite. But you know next week. Next week it might be the Bucs, or the, the week after that, then it'll be the Saints, and then all of a sudden the Seahawks will win the wild card game by 65, and then I'll make the Seahawks my favorite. So I honestly just—I'm not sure yet. I'm really just not sure. Now let's get to your boys, though, Josh. I'll let you take it away. I'll read you—I'll read you what you wrote on the dock, and then I'll let you take it away. Panthers offense is always struggling late in games. I—you can answer this better than me. Why are they coming up short? And they have the fourth pick. Are you, are you moving on from Teddy to Gloves?
1: Well, first off, I want to say I hate that we fired our GM. We just recently did that in the past couple of days. We fired our GM, who brought in a pretty good coaching staff and a pretty solid offseason roster-wise. Don't get why we fired him. Uh, eight of our ten losses this season within one score very winnable games all came down to two minute drills and we sucked in all those so the first part why do we struggle well it's because we like to give Mike Davis the ball and and try to get him to win us the game we don't like to get it to DJ Deep uh Teddy is too conservative late in games you got to take some risks you can't just take the wide open drag route when there's 35 seconds left and you're on your own 20 you just can't do that you got to take a shot or get to the sideline uh it just it played out again i mean that was the worst game-winning drive i've ever seen in my entire life ever attempted it's it's ugly we've put joey I tweeted slide, that actually i genuinely really, tweeted that i was, said that was, was the worst game-winning drive i've ever seen it was it was awful i mean did absolutely nothing and we've put joey slide in, in some weird position mean, against the chiefs we put him at basically 70 yards and said hey man you got this like you, you got the leg for it <laughs> and then i think next week we did it from 64 so it's just our, our quarterback's too conservative when he needs to be taking risks. Mike Davis isn't Christian McCaffrey. He's not going to be able to shake the whole team and, and get down the field. We just, we really suck offensively when it comes to actually winning the game. We can compete the whole game offensively. We're, just, we're good then. But when they're like, hey, this is where you can win it, we're like, ah, I don't really feel like it. You know, I'm just going to take this one off. I mean, that's eight out of 10 losses. Those are some very winnable games. And we just lost all of those. And now we have the fourth pick. So I'm happy about that, though. I think if Trevor Lawrence has gone at one, I don't think the Jets go with Fields at two. And then uh, I think the Bengals are next and they don't need a quarterback. So we could have Justin Fields fall to us. Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I was really happy when we got him and I'm not angry at what he's done. But we need we need something different where he's just not the answer for us. He's not going to be a long term, long term quarterback for us. He could be. I just don't think he should be. I just think we need something different. Justin Fields can run the ball. He makes much better throws. They they were. They are, man. He just loses all the circulation. Can't make any throws. So I think we definitely need to move on from him. I could see us not taking a quarterback, though, going with a corner. There's some good corners. Or that linebacker from Penn State's really, really good. But I hate taking linebackers that high because it's just so risky. But – I think we need Justin Fields. I don't want Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. I don't trust either of those guys. They played a lot of really weak schools this year. Uh, Well, uh, Zach Wilson did. I don't think Trey Lance really played this year. Uh, I like Justin Fields, though. If he's there, I think we go quarterback. If not, I think we wait another year with Teddy, try to get Spencer Rattler or some of those other good quarterbacks in next year's draft. But I'm excited. I mean, top five pick. It's going to be very interesting, (laughs) to say the least
0: yeah you know i am just to build off what you said a little bit those late game situations you're you're just absolutely right uh, you know obviously you watch more of it and a lot more closely than i do but I, like i said i tweeted it out that was the worst game winning drive i've ever seen like i don't even know what they attempted to do it was literally 35 seconds like you said and, and they're doing drag routes you think you would try to get out of bounds or you know take a shot deep and Pray to whatever god you want that you get a pass interference or something. Like I mean, that a, a last five-yard drag route
1: we got on the punt, we got all the way up to the forty, and we get a false start, and then we get a delay game. We're back on our own fifteen, I think it was. I mean, we just completely killed ourselves. It, we're just we suck. Like they're like, hey, we can really win this. <laughs> no, no, nah, we we suck. We're not going to do that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so the late game situations I I blame a lot of it on the play calling and then like you said I think you know I love I love Teddy's story. I you know I wish him the best because you know after destroying his knee on a non-contact thing it's it's kind of a good story to see him come back and get his starting job and get the contract that he was probably going to get if he didn't get injured. But I think the Panthers you probably move on. He just doesn't I feel like he just doesn't fit the offense in a certain way you know, even though it's kind of built around McCaffrey uh, and not really the deep ball, but you have receivers that can, with DJ Moore, you got Robbie Anderson, obviously, you know, the top five wide receiver. And, um, and then you got Mike Davis as well. So the two running back sets when McCaffrey ever comes back, that'd be nice, but I just feel like for some reason, Teddy just doesn't fit it. So if you can get a quarterback, like you said, Justin Fields in this draft, or if you want to wait another year to get a quarterback in the next you know draft class, you can obviously do that as well. But, I think it's time to move on, and but I still wish, you know, Teddy all the best because I think his story is just, is, is unbelievable. It's definitely something, you know, to be inspired
1: about for, to say the least. Yeah. I mean, we have him under contract for two more years. So, I mean, he's still going to be around if we get a younger quarterback to try to help him out. But he's just not the long-term answer.
0: Now moving on to maybe the long-term answer, we'll go over to the Eagles and the Cardinals. We'll start it off with the Cardinals. They kept their playoff hopes alive. Now the question is, are they actually good enough to win a playoff game?
1: I think that they are with the way the Rams have played lately. And, and it might be the giants. We don't know who's going to win that East. So whoever they play, the Cardinals won't be matched, might be matched up against them, depending on the seeding. I think they can, uh, the defense has played a lot better lately. Uh, they, I think they can I just think they're talented enough all around. You have DeAndre Hopkins, and you have a great quarterback in Kyler Murray. Kenyon Drake has been running the ball pretty well lately. I think they definitely have a chance to win a playoff game, depending on the matchup.
0: Yeah, uh, I think they could win one. I think it'd be a little difficult for them because their defense is so bad. But I still kind of have a little bit of faith in them winning, winning a game because I, I think Kyler's very solid. You saw what Hopkins did yesterday when he rose over the top of of two Eagle defenders to, to catch the ball. So he's unbelievable. But the defense just struggles a lot. That's the only thing that really makes me nervous. But the skill to win a playoff game, I think they could. How far they would go in the playoffs, I don't think they would go much further than that. I think they're kind of probably a, a one-win and then bounced in the second round type of team. But I think it will be fun to watch at least in the playoffs. But I don't know how far they will go. Now, somebody who is fun to watch is Kyle Murray. And he looked unbelievable this past game after, you know, struggling the past few weeks. I always kind of said that I thought there was something wrong with the shoulder because you didn't see him running the ball and you wouldn't think that that would be a shoulder thing. You would probably think, you know, it would be, you know, a leg situation or something like that. But, you know, with Kyler being so small, they don't want him getting hit and, you know, messing up the shoulder even more. Do you think that he's finally healthy? Do you think that was his problem or do you think it was something else?
1: I definitely think it was health. Uh, you can see him just being very conservative, not making those those crazy plays that he normally does. And he just he looked a lot better, just more efficient, just quicker out there, just making, making bigger plays in this game than he had the previous couple of weeks. I definitely think health had a lot to do with that. So I'm glad he's healthy. I think that's huge for them to get to the playoffs. This win was huge for them. They really needed this. Kyler played amazing at like four touchdowns, 300 plus yards, he played really well. So I think uh, I think it was definitely health. And now that he's healthy, they're, they're going to be a tough team to beat for the rest of the year. Yeah,
0: like I said, I think it was definitely the health. I think the shoulder really messed him up a little bit. So I'm happy to see him healthy because when Kyler's healthy, he's definitely a very, very fun quarterback to watch, to say the least. And then, you know, you want to talk about quarterbacks, you got to go over to the Eagles side of the ball. They came up short in this game, but Hertz played absolutely unbelievable. Now you kind of get into the whole future of the quarterback situation here with is it Wentz, you know, the quarterback, because, you know, coming into the season, he actually wanted to be reassured that Hurts wasn't going to be a problem, and the front office apparently said, like, don't worry, he's just here, blah, 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 and then obviously he took his job. So who is the uh, quarterback of the future for the Eagles? And then if they do move forward with Hurts, Wentz has the big contract, though. So it's going to be hard to trade him.
1: What team do you think should trade for him? Yeah, I think I think Hertz is the quarterback of the future. Uh, if he can keep this up these next two weeks, they got the Cowboys next week, so he'll probably have another big game. And then they probably finish uh, the season off against another divisional game, I'm guessing. But I think Wentz just, I mean, he's played a lot this year. And Hertz has the same exact team that Wentz has been playing with all year. But he's just been doing, doing everything better than what Wentz was doing. He looked amazing last night. I think he is their quarterback of the future. And Wentz, you got to look at teams with cap space to go and get him or with other – because I don't know how the trading really works. I know if it's kind of like the NBA, you got to match contracts. you got to be able to have cap space to bring those players in. But I think if it's just a cap space situation, obviously New England, lots of cap space over there. Uh, Indianapolis, I don't think they have a lot of players under contract outside of T.Y. Hilton and players like Phillip Rivers and the older guys uh maybe washington i don't know what their contract situation looks like just teams that need quarterbacks i don't think the jets would be willing to give up i don't think they have anything the eagles would want but i think unless the they eagles, gave them that second pick that is true that is true but i think they just go forward with hurts based on the fact that Wentz could bring them a really nice package if they can find a good deal lots of draft picks come with that and probably some talented players to because this this east is pretty much wide open until that comes back. This is pretty much really wide open. So I think it's, I think they go forward with Hertz. I think they trade Wentz to a team that has not such a bright future, and those picks could be valuable. And they get a couple firsts, maybe some defensive players, maybe a receiver. But I do think Hertz is, without a doubt, their quarterback of the future.
0: Yeah, I think they're gonna end up going with Hertz moving forward. And you now it's obviously been known that I'm that I'm kind of a, a Wentz supporter over here. I'll defend my man. Oh, really? So I know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Kind of a surprise. It's you know, shocking news. But I think they'll probably end up going with Hertz for the future. But I think Wentz still has a lot left in him. I would love to see the Colts trade for him. Like you said, I don't know how the trading works either with the just cap space or matching contracts, blah blah blah, whatever. But if it's just cap space, the Colts would be a perfect fit because you saw what Wentz did in his, you know, three quarter MVP season before he messed up his knee. You know, they had a solid offensive line, they had some pretty nice receivers, and I think with the Colts, he would be going from probably one of the worst offensive lines in football with, with the Eagles to one of the best with the Colts. He would have you know plenty of time back there. Uh, he wouldn't have to, you know, rush through his progressions. He'd be able to take his time, you know, see the field a lot better. And then he still has the ability to, to, you know, move around the pocket and escape for a quick little run if he really has to. So I would love to trade for him. I don't know how much you would get back for the Eagles. I think if he was a younger player, you would probably be able to get a lot from him. But because of that big contract, I don't know how much a team is going to say, listen, we're already taking the contract on. So why would I give you this player, this player, and blah, blah, blah. So. And then it'll be very interesting to see what team does trade for him. But if I could pick one, it'd probably be the Colts. And then, listen, hey, we mentioned it. if the Patriots want to mess around and trade for Carson Wentz, I wouldn't, be too, I wouldn't be too mad either because our offensive line is, is all right. We obviously don't have the skill position players, but we're I think we're going to address that in free agency because we got so much cap space. But I think it'll be very interesting moving forward. Now, Josh, you want to know what's, what else is very interesting to me? What's interesting? Our uh, week 15 predictions recap, because, well, it's probably been known that I'm going to win the segment anyway, but I like to see how I do every week. So, Josh, how did we do in our predictions recap?
1: You went seven and seven. Not terrible. Not great. No, Uh, you're you're at 122, 64 and one. I went 10 and four. I don't even care, man. We're not. I'm just getting it out the way. I don't care. (laughs) I'm at 106, 80, and 1. Now there is only a 16-game gap between us. Oh, Are you going
0: to say that I blew the lead again?
1: No comments at this time. No further questions.
0: (laughs) Well, let's see if I can build on this lead because we'll go into our 16 predictions. And I'm going to – I can not i got to bounce back from a 7-7. Seven seven. I thought I did a little bit better. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: You know, as so, you got ballsy, you got cocky and, and took some stupid I? picks. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Maybe I'll do it again just for fun. Make week 17 interesting. I feel bad for Josh. You know what I mean? I don't even care, bro.
1: I'm only mad about the fantasy <laughs> loss. That's all I'm
0: mad about. <laughs> <laughs> My man wanted that money.
1: Maybe split it. I, I like that idea that's
0: yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know how i feel about that yeah, actually yeah yeah
1: I, I agree man totally it's, it's just <laughs> let's
0: start it off with the vikings and the saints we got some weird games this week we got a friday game saturday and sunday so we got we got plenty of games this week well, but we'll start it off on friday christmas day vikings and the saints i'm gonna go with the saints
1: yeah i'm also going with the saints kirk is garbage
0: Next up, we got the Bucks and the Lions. I think the Bucks are going to win by 60.
1: Yeah, I just feel really bad for Stafford, man. He, he deserves better. He does. He truly does.
0: Now we got a divisional game that would have been a lot more interesting if the 49ers weren't so injured, but we'll go with the 49ers and Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one.
1: Me too. Uh, If the Cardinals would have had a better showing this past week against the Cowboys, I might have taken them, but that offense just...
0: I don't think I'll ever pick the 49ers again, though, because they ruined my parlay, so I hate them with everything in me. (laughs) Now we rounded out, the Saturday games with the Dolphins and the Raiders. This could be an interesting game.
1: Uh, You know, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going with the Dolphins. They are... uh a better team all around unless Mariota is getting that start then I might be worried
0: I believe he is I don't think Derek Carr is going to play I don't think damn. still questionable with that hammy
1: yeah. isn't Tua from Hawaii yeah damn all of Hawaii is going to tune into that game if Mariota starting
0: nah literally bro I didn't even think about that wow <laughs> next up we got the Giants and the Ravens pretty easy
1: with the Ravens here yeah, Ravens are uh, kind of looking a lot better the past couple weeks. So I'm definitely taking them.
0: Then we move on to the Falcons and the Chiefs. Pretty easy once again. The Chiefs are going to blow them out.
1: No, I can see the Falcons taking a lead pretty early on. You know, maybe a thirty-point lead, but then it, it just gone in the they'll snap. Be up, they'll
0: be up forty-two in the fourth quarter.
1: And then <laughs> it just the go. Chiefs are going to be
0: like, oh, I guess we should start playing. Yeah. <laughs> then we got your boys. The Carolina Panthers against the Washington football team. And I'm going to go with the nameless Washington team.
1: At this point, I'm just riding it out, man. Let's go Panthers. Come on. Let's, uh, let's have a good one.
0: <laughs> now we got the Browns and the Jets. The Browns are going to give the Jets their second win. No, I'm totally kidding. The Browns are definitely <laughs> going to win this game.
1: Yeah, Baker is looking amazing lately. I mean, they they relied on him to win that game against the giants. And he played it really, really well. So definitely go with Cleveland.
0: Then we got the bears and the Jags. All jets fans are hoping the Jaguars somehow pulled us off, but they will not. So I will go with the bears.
1: Yeah. Mitch on fire lately. So I'm definitely going with the bears.
0: Then we move on over to the Bengals and Texans. I'm going to go with the Texans this one. Cause the Bengals are just garbage.
1: Yeah, Deshaun Watson needs this win for his confidence badly, so definitely going with Houston.
0: Now we got the Colts and the Steelers. This could, this could be a good game. You know, John, I'm looking at the schedule right now. The games this week are terrible. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, they're awful. But I, this is kind of a bright spot, I guess. The Colts and Steelers, uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers because I think, I think they, you know, they lost their last two. They'll win tonight. They'll start another winning streak going into the playoffs.
1: I'm going with the Colts. I think they're going to have a really good game.
0: Now we got the Broncos and Chargers. Definitely going with the Chargers because Herbert is the rookie of the year.
1: I'm going to go with the Broncos just because, I don't know. I'm just going to go for it.
0: Now we got the Hurts-led Eagles against whatever – Oh, it's Andy Dalton now for the Cowboys, yeah. But I'll still go with the Eagles.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Eagles, too. Hurts is uh, – I just got a bright future.
0: Now we got the Rams and Seahawks. Now, I'm not going to go back on my word. I'm going to pick the Rams here just because they lost to the Jets. I'll put in half my bank account on it, though, because
1: of the Seahawks, not my entire one. I will match your half bank account on the Seahawks.
0: That'll be rounded out Sunday night, and we finish it off with the Titans and Packers. Uh, I'll go with
1: the Packers. Yeah, I'm going with the Packers, too. They're just... Actually, you know what? I lied to you. I'm going with the Titans. Aren't you cool?
0: Packers have no running game. I mean, no uh, run defense. Derrick Henry's going to stiff arm somebody into 2021. So it'll it'll be interesting to watch. But that was our week 16 predictions. Uh, I'll see if I can bounce back in this one. Keep, you know, keep Josh uh, an arm's length away from, you know, attempting to come back on me. Now, some exciting things for, for our NBA fans out there. Josh, I didn't realize it, but the NBA season is back tomorrow. I did not even realize this. We and we got some pretty Crazy. solid games. What's we got the Nets and the Warriors, I believe, playing.
1: Battle of L.A. too. Oh. Uh, so you not'm i'm, bet I'm it,
0: excited my um, bet what's is
1: your bet? DraftKings. just be blessing us dude i said lakers plus 76 plus 200 <laughs> like it's yeah nah, bro it.
0: new york <laughs> gotta make sports betting legal bro because this is out <laughs> of <laughs> <a> pocket
1: <laughs> they're insane over there but they put a back wager so it's not like you can just go crazy what is it 25. But it's still free money. Like it's, it's I mean, That's like, what
0: I'm saying.
1: Yeah, it's it's that's, free.
0: That's ridiculous, bro. Now I know they're <laughs> fun enough to reach the finals, and we'll answer that. But I kind of want to get into these games a little bit too because I'm pretty excited yeah. now. We, okay. we got KD going up against the Warriors coming back. My my MVP and comeback player of the year pick. Oh. I think the box. We're off the box though you think they got enough to make a finals run?
1: I do. I think they have enough. Uh, Drew Holiday is really, really good. He's going to be a huge part of their team defensively. Uh, Bobby Portis is a, a stretch big who can put up 20 every night. And their defense is going to be insane. But with, I think they have enough. But it really comes down to what Giannis is going to do in the playoffs. And it comes down to the conference finals. I think they will get to the conference finals. Probably face off against Brooklyn or Philly or Miami. And they're going to throw everything they have at them. They're going to make a wall in the paint, and he's going to be forced to to make shots from downtown and make the right make the right plays, get shooters open, and also their shooters have to hit the shots. So I think they have what it takes. Uh, but I think the Nets are going to be in the finals, not them. Yeah,
0: I think the Bucks have enough to make the run. Like you said, it's probably going to come down to Giannis in in the playoffs. Uh, I've their defense is going to be crazy. Like, their defense is going to be absolutely impenetrable, basically. But I don't know how much they have on the offensive side. Obviously, you know what Giannis can do. Chris Middleton kind of struggles in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know how solid Drew Holiday really is on the offensive side. But I still think they have enough to make a finals run. But like you said, I'm riding with the Nets just because I feel like as the Polar Express has joined us, for our first generational <laughs> sports, let's go! Right i was on. waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I really was hoping that we were gonna, you know, a Christmas season and everything like that. <laughs> but I, yeah, I think the Bucks have enough. But just to get into these games real quick, uh, tomorrow night, I can't wait to see KD and Kyrie on that on the court together in a real game. Uh, I'm ex- I Obviously, both of us being. Thunder fan. Obviously you got the Durant Jersey right behind you. Listen, I hated him for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. had, you had, you had to hate him. If you were a yeah. Thunder fan for uh, the first, like three years you. On the yeah, 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 you, you had to do it. Like it just made sense. Yeah. But now I realize how just absolutely amazing is. And even, you know, during that part where I didn't like him, I don't care. What anybody tells me I'll get hate for it, but maybe it'll get us some more views. I would have taken KD over LeBron the past, like four years. Don't care. The man is a walking bucket can do whatever the hell he wants, solid on defense. So I would have taken him over LeBron in the last four years. Just saying, I'll get it for it. Don't care. Never did care.
1: I'm not going to comment on that because the show will probably uh, end at two hours and 45 minutes. So I'm not going to get into that. Just know you're, you're on crack. But uh, I think the Nets win this game pretty handily. Uh, I think Kyrie and Katie are just going to put on a showcase, just get back out there, both healthy, see what they can do. But the Warriors just goes for 40. Yeah, Steph's. I mean, Steph's going to break his own records this year. He's going to average probably 32. Wiggins looks really good in the preseason. So does Oubre. I mean, the, the Warriors are no joke either. Like, this is going to be a good game, but I do think the Nets will wind up winning because they're so deep. They have so many good players on that team. I mean, they didn't trade anybody away and just added Katie and Kyrie to an already a playoff team. And, and the Warriors not having Clay really, really sucks for them. And I don't know what we're gonna see out of James Wiseman. He didn't play at all in the preseason, so we didn't really get to see what he's like. I don't even know if he's gonna be playing tomorrow. Uh, but I think the Nets are gonna win that one. And then I know you're gonna go with the Lakers in the second game, right? Oh yeah, even though I got them plus seventy six, <laughs> I think they're going win.
0: You know, I think that'll be a, I think it'll be a close game, though. I think that game will be probably more interesting. Not not because I think the I think the first game is more interesting storyline wise. With, you know, Katie coming back, playing the Warriors and everything like that. But I think this – I think the the Clippers and Lakers game will be a little closer. Blowout. I think I'll still go with the – you know, I don't want to be different than you. I'm just going to go with the Clippers.
1: Why not? Blow out, probably Blow out with the Clippers just because Lakers I feel like team it. Team beat them by 20. They're done for. That's cap. They spent $128 million on, on Luke Kennard and Marcus Morris, man. $128 hey, million. You know how much the Lakers spent on Montrez, Marc Gasol, Schroeder, and Kuzma combined? Under a hundred mil. Under a hundred mil. Well, let's
0: see. Harold not even good in the playoffs. Six Dennis. Man of the
1: year,
0: the second runner least, up in sixth
1: uh... man of the year.
0: No, I love, I like Dennis. I like I wasn't Dennis even gonna Cole. say anything bad about him. Gasol's old as dirt. I don't care. Done with him. <laughs> Clippers all the way. I hate the Lakers. <laughs> Well, okay. actually, no, I don't care what the Lakers do as long as they don't win the finals again because I got some, I got some money on, on you know, some personal bets with Caleb and I think somebody else that the Lakers aren't going to repeat. So
1: we're, I, got, I, like, I don't need that. I don't need that. Odds for like, most improved player, I've just been basically betting on everybody to win it just because somebody's got to do it. <laughs> like, one of these players I'm picking. Like I got Shea, Markel Fultz. I've oh, got lots of dudes in there.
0: Markel Fultz,
1: I forgot that man existed, bro. He's got a three year, $50 million contract today.
0: Better, oh, you know what? I'm I'm, we're in
1: the wrong business, Josh. Why couldn't we have skill for real, bro? Why couldn't I just be a hooper, bro?
0: Well, don't worry, generational sports can get picked up by like ESPN or Fox or somebody like that. We'll be making bread. Well, let's move to our last segment, formerly known as Chalice Flags. but you know, we put the Gen Z, we put the new uh. You know, twist on it. That's cap. That is cap. So, Josh, go ahead. What you, What? you? What, what's cap?
1: Clippers, bro. They, their whole team is cap. They're, they're frauds, fakes. They're nothing. I mean, they extend PG instead of extending Kawhi. Spend $128 million on two dudes who'll play 12 minutes a game. Nah, bro. <laughs> they ain't winning this game. Going to get bounced in the second round again in the playoffs. They're, that team's just... Second round, you don't even think they're making the conference final. They even got... The NBA is investigating them, man. Did you hear that leaked call from Jerry West? You hear that I crowd? did not hear it. He, he's sitting there thanking a guy for getting them Kawhi, and the dude that he was on the phone with is suing him because he never got paid for helping him. Called the Lakers a trash organization. This <laughs> <buddy. laughs> man was just snapping on the phone, and he was recorded the whole time. They got him in 4K. He's, that team was... Except for Kawhi, Kawhi's
0: not uh, good. Kawhi. yeah, Kawhi solid. Let's see, what do I want to call Cap on? There's just so many things. No. You know, I, I don't care. I'm going back. I'm going back to the Newton stuff. I know we say it every week. I'm done with it. You're you mainly really garbage. Me,
1: like from rookie year, you'll take Wentz over Cam. Yes, over rookie Bro. of the year, Cam. That I mean, he had 300 plus yards in all three of his first games. Like,
0: oh. Three
1: games. And he got to play in the Super Bowl. He got to play in the Super Bowl, and he has an MVP Listen, under his belt. He too. lost he has an MVP. More playoff burst too, and he didn't Vince get benched. Would have had someone. the MVP if he didn't get hurt. He didn't get benched for someone who wasn't even a first rounder either. He should be benched right now. <laughs> nah, bro. Who are you gonna put over? I, I'd
0: rather see Jared Stidham at this rate. Damn, nah, maybe we'll get some draft capital for Stidham.
1: Nah, bro. That's cap. Nah.
0: Straight facts only, only. But Josh, that was the first episode of Generational Sports, baby. Blitz Boys re rebranded, bringing a little twist to it. You know, I think I think we found the winner
1: here. I think we did too. Beautiful logo.